This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Tuesday, August the 23rd, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour, August the 23rd. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. My name's Homer Lopez. This is the Patriot Radio News Hour. What we do, the physical delivery of gold and silver, and it's as easy as giving us a call at 1-800-951-0592. Again, the lovely Sarah is here today to take your phone calls, take your order, walk you through your orders, answer any question for you. Or you can be, keep it to yourself. Go check us out online at allamericangold.com, point and click. Take a look at the product and then take a look at the news to disturb the comfortable where we don't tell you what to think, but we certainly give you something to think about. In what we call delivering economics with attitude and the man behind the show, the money behind the show, the brain trust, as you would, that does all the work. He lays the groundwork and research to make sure that you're well informed in what's going on with the economy. Joe Jaquint, today is the 23rd of August. How's your month going? It has been a... Uh I, can I just I, tell you? I'm a little under. You know what? I feel fine, but my voice is under the weather. You wouldn't know it because your voice is uh, pretty consistent in the form of deep voice. <laughs> I am. A, you have one of the deepest voices. We have been to lunch thousands of times together, and I can't tell you how many times folks have walked up and said, "Wow, sir, you really have a voice for radio." You should be on the radio. You should be on. I don't know how many times we've had that. <laughs> But, you know, we're sitting here talking about the month of August, and I was sitting there looking at your lifestyle. And I have to tell you, I don't envy it right now. I don't. I don't like the hours you're putting in, not because you want to. And I'm not just talking about this show and this company and the work you put behind it. But the minute you leave here, we're jumping into a fitness class together. We go burn it for an hour trying to get these fat bodies in a little type of shape, and then you go to football practice till 9 p.m. at night. I'm here to tell you, I'm so glad my kids are in college and I'm done with that. It's a brutal schedule for me right now. So I, I'm usually on my way to work somewhere between 5 and 5.15 in the morning. I know. I and get then, your texts that early and your messages. <laughs> I know. And then we do boot camp at 5, from 5 to 6, right over, uh, right, right down the... A few offices over at uh, Fierce Body. Uh, Debbie over there runs a she great. She does a book. great job. I mean, we are. I will say this: we're the two worst students. We are the worst far. students, but we're also the most out of shape students. And she's a great teacher, and she t- uh, takes care of us with kids' gloves. She was really mean to me yesterday. Well, I'm just here to tell you it's the workout and it's the it's the tough workout that you're doing. And the other thing I'll tell you is this: is I like that she keeps the lights off. That way, people have a harder <laughs> time seeing me. She took my picture yesterday. I hate that, but uh, anyway. You're the after in a before right now. <laughs> or I'm sorry, you're a before. We're waiting for the after. Oh, man. And then uh, after that, uh, I take my youngest son uh, to football practice. All the way. How many miles is that from your house? Um, About 20, 25 miles? 30, maybe. Maybe 30 miles. Yeah. yeah. It's far. Yeah. And, and uh, somehow I got roped into helping coach uh, that team as well, and you know, every time I think my coaching career is over, somehow I get sucked back into it. Um, they pull you back in. So, so August, yes, it's I. 
I'm ready for August to be over, uh, and it's already flown by as it is. So, uh, my, like I said, my voice is a little under the weather, but we'll do the best that we can. You know, and just so many people, and I, and it's a great thing. It 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 excites me to see so many people understanding uh, the need, the urgency to get their financial houses in order. Uh, a lot of you, you know, we've been focusing a lot on IRAs and 401ks and and just the damage that the, the bankers have done. They've taken over. And, you know, we talked yesterday, we read uh, from FDR's inauguration all the way back in 1933, uh, again, having huge warnings for the, you know, they call them money changers, whatever word you want to use for them. Uh, we played the, a clip, a different clip than I normally play from when Richard Nixon closed the gold window, and he used the word international money traders. Uh, and then, of course, we sit there here today and we see the new regulations that are uh, supposedly supposed to help you. Uh, with your 401ks and and of course we know anytime the government gets involved they don't make things better they actually make it worse and and, you know look at just the the most recent example has to be Obamacare and the disaster that that thing has turned into the premiums just going out of sight here in Arizona we already have Pinell County right now there's nobody Providing. Providing coverage. No, there isn't. The other thing I'll tell you that I read yesterday is that your deductible, since Obamacare has come in, and remember, the key word here in Obamacare is the Affordable Care Act. (laughs) Your, your, your deductible, your deductible has gone up 80%. Well, think about this. You know, it's not only that you have to buy the coverage, but the coverage you actually get has gotten dramatically worse. Take take people like, my wife pays all our bills. I don't do any of that, right? But our health care premiums over the last, just say, five years have practically pretty much doubled. More than doubled. But then on top of that, it's when you do need to go to see the doctor or, uh, you know, uh, for the ladies out there, I've got to go get that exam or this exam, whatever it may be. The, the co-pay, and then the stuff that the insurance doesn't cover if you need an X-ray or you need some type of test or blood work or any of these other things. And you haven't even touched on prescriptions. Have you, uh, another great right point, what you have to pay when you get a prescription bill. So you have to have cash in hand. Just to cover that deductible, that deductible on the prescription, where's this money coming from? Because I'm here to tell you it has tripled. These expenses have tripled. Thank you, Affordable Care Act. Thank you, Obamacare. Uh, Thanks for the government. Of course, now they're going to help you all with your IRAs and 401Ks. That's going to work out lovely. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Who can take your money? That's brilliant. 
Ramones. Awesome. The Ramones does such a great job. Uh, shout out to to not only Ramon at here in Phoenix, but uh, Cody uh, doing a fantastic job up at the mothership at KHNC in Colorado. Um, without those two guys, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. And and I'll and I'll say this, you know, we're talking about the government touching everything and and of course the the realities as as all of this is unfolding is we're re, we're starting to realize uh we have this this horrible tradition of getting uh succumbing to uh the banksters uh and their politrickster friends who end up always lining their own pocket while decimating uh, the American public, and then they wrap themselves around the Constitution, around what they, you know, free trade and all these things, and, and all that they're really doing is pushing their own agendas, and then anytime they get in trouble, they, 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 they cry and, and demand bailouts and all of these things and proclaim that, you know, the whole world's going to come to an end if they don't get their money and, 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 Time and time and time again, it, it's the citizenry that really ends up uh, taking the brunt of the bu- the blow. You know, it's supposed to be uh, a government for the people, and really, what we really have is a government now for the elite. Well, it's kind of interesting. You noticed uh, everyone knows this story. The Olympic ended on this note about Ryan Loki lying, the swimmer. You heard about this kid, right? Right, yes. So he's lying, right? He was robbed. And the only correlation I'm making here is this, okay? Ryan Loki is uh, a past gold medal winner. He was done with the Olympics. He lies about being robbed. And here's what happened. He had endorsement deals with Speedos and other Nike and all this. All of them fired him. Did you know this? Did yes, you know? I saw okay, that. Because he's a liar, right? Our government can lie. Hillary can lie. You can be caught lying. They can show video after video about lying and lying. They get more endorsements. <laughs> That's they, a great, they, they get more endorsements. They get more endorsements. And there's just a different level of, of, of money. Remember this. When you talk about elite, people who are elite, Ryan Loki's not elite. He's, right, not, he's not elite. He's not, he's not that big of a name. Now, and Michael really, Phelps, he probably would have got off the hook. Well, really, when you think about it now, maybe they broke the door of the bathroom. Sure, sure. Okay, or the soap dispenser. But the realities are they still drew their guns at them and said, hey, give us your money. But there's no forgiveness for him. So our people yes, have- he, he, he embellished it and, and left out some key details. But the the essence of the story was still that they threw their weapons at him and took money from them. But the treatment of him afterwards, because he lied, it's it, a great it, point. It, this it, is you're 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 because, exactly right. Because here's what happened: Speedo, Nike, the companies that rep- you know what we can't have you representing yeah, us. Out. You can't you're represent out. us. Yet Hillary. You Hillary, can represent us. The, you F- can re- the FBI found another 15,000. I don't know where they were. Right, right. Maybe the Russians so give them to We're going to have to go through this rigmarole again with Hillary being investigated as we go into the final stretch. Three months left. September, October, November. November 6th. We only have two and Nothing's a half months left. Happen. We already right? know it. She's and going we to accept be it. But the common man, and I'm not saying Ryan Loki's a common man. All his sponsor says, you know what? Because you lied. 
and because you represent our country, we're firing you. With someone like Hillary, you can lie all you want, and yet we endorse you. And, and not... It is such a hypocrisy that we have at that level. And don't get me wrong when I say this. I don't like Hillary. <laughs> and I just want you to know, I'm not in support of her. Why? Because she is such a tremendous liar. And we, we, we let it go for her, but we don't for other people. Right. And, and the not whole, that we should. The whole little Clinton Foundation thing and all that dirty stuff. And, it, and, it's, uh, and we accept it. All of these people, and somehow the mainstream media, somehow, I don't know how. Right, you know, you used to people used to be like, "Hey, I wear the tinfoil helmet because they're sending the rays through the television set to control your mind," and maybe they really are. Because how do we stand for this crap? It is absolutely amazing that our country, and I'm just here to tell you, the men who wrote the Constitution, Constitution, Thomas Jefferson, all the gentlemen involved. I don't want to sit here and name them all because I can't. Okay, I, I just want you to understand one thing. They'd be rolling over in their graves to go, wait a minute, she did what? We've caught her how many times lying? She's flip-flop on gay marriage and she supports it before she didn't? I, I'm just telling you, every single thing that keeps coming up is a, uh, uh, a reversal. Wait, 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 where will I get the vote? And I'm just telling you, what team are you on? It doesn't matter what your team says. It doesn't matter what your teams do. You're not switching from that team. And this is what the liberals have decided to do. I'm staying with Hillary no matter how horrible well, you she know, is. Wait, wait, here's what you're finding out, too, though, is when even the Republicans, if, they, if the right guy isn't the guy, and I've never seen anything like it, where all, all of them, oh, no, no, we're not voting for, for Donald and this and that, and you can say what you want, but we need change. We need to get this country back. And the fact that even a lot of these, and I'll call them the mainstay Republicans, don't support him probably means that's the guy we need. Because look at what we've gotten. Look at what's happened to, to the country. I mean, really look at it. You know, we talked about the health care issue and how expensive it is and really part of the reason that just crushing this this country economically because people are just can't afford it when i had my first i'll call it real job i worked for a small well, i shouldn't say small it was a large drugstore chain my health care was free and when i mean free i mean free the company paid for it all if I got sick and needed to get a prescription, it was free. You know what my copay was to go see the doctor? It was five bucks. And this was in the early 90s. That's not that long ago. I've gone from free to hundreds of dollars a month. One trip to the doctor, it doesn't matter which one, me, my wife, my kids, cost me more in a copay than I ever paid in the first three or four years I was working. Then I remember the copay went to $10 and the prescription went to 5 And then all of a sudden, 
you had to start paying. And, and by the time I left that job and went to another job, right, essentially, all of a sudden, now I'm paying $50 a month out of my paycheck, you know, plus the co-pays. And now somehow that turns into hundreds of dollars a month plus the co-pays. And then they sit there and Janet Yellen comes out and lies to everybody about the inflation and there's no inflation, there's no this. And they flat out ball place lie and the media backs them all up. And then we pretend like she actually knows what she's talking about. And they sit there and they have their little meetings. You know, they used to try to hide the meetings. Right now, they, they've got us so convinced. Now they just have the billionaires meeting in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and they parade it all around like it's the greatest thing to ever happen in the history of the country. In the, of the country. And that somehow they're going to solve some big economic problem. The realities are, people, they are the ones that caused the problem. Another thing to go with that is if you look at urban America who is out out there protesting on the streets for their liberal stance, the liberals have been in office and running the country for the last eight years. How's that working out for you? And what are you? Why are you defending them? Last eight, ten, twenty. Because they're the Democrat Republicans. They're all the same, right? I mean, at the end of the day, aren't they all the same, right? The Republicans like to spend money in, in this place. The Democrats like to spend money in that place. But the realities are they just like to spend money. And the bottom line is they always do what the elite want them to do. You're telling me, I mean, Obama, before he gets out of office, he's trying to get that free trade deal done, that TPT or whatever it is. What free trade agreement has ever worked out well for the citizenry of the country? And the answer is pretty simple. None of them. Because as we all know, every free trade agreement at the end of the day cost us jobs. They take away and they take away and they take away. They take away to the point, to Homer's point, now all of a sudden we've got the largest segment of the population since we, well, since FDR, since we created the welfare state, needy to survive on the handouts from the government. And they want to say that we're, you know, it's the greatest country on earth and we live on that, right? We, we like to, to, to live on the ego of the greatest country. But why is it that 81%, 81% of the population is worse off today than they were 10 years ago? And by the way, that's not a survey. That's not a seasonally adjusted thing. That's just looking at the real actual factual. Here's what you're making. Here's what you got to pay out. What do you got left? Is it better or worse? Pretty simple. And when you sit there and you start to realize and you start to understand what the real objectives are, it was never for you. The central bank, the Federal Reserve, 
wasn't created for you. It wasn't created for me. Right? Those 401Ks that they lectured you about forever. Right? Every commercial you ever saw said if you didn't join it, you were a moron. They weren't for you. For the bankers to make their commission. Now all of a sudden, you know what? Here's the here's the cruel joke of it all. They didn't know what they were doing. You paid all this money for them to manage your money. Whether you wanted it managed or not, that's how the funds work. They couldn't even beat the index. Right? The, the, the majority of them, you'd have just been better off buying shares of the Dow Jones or the S&P and, and, and having nobody manage anything. And yet, you know what? You did it. You're a good soldier. You're a good American. Right? Because that's what they told us to do. I believed it. I did. Right? When I was working, uh, uh, you know, for the, the corporate. I had my 401k. I did it. Right? Because that's what I thought you're supposed to do. Because I thought that they were looking out for the best interest of of me. Come to find out, after I really got in and dug into the details, I found out it wasn't for me. Right? It's like government and Social Security taking all that money out of your paycheck every week. You know what? We'll do a better job holding on to your money than you can. Right? Of course, we guess what we <laughs> Here's what we all know. Uh no you can't. Apparently, uh I gave you that money for you you're supposed to hold it, but uh, apparently you're you're like just like everybody else and you just spent it. And now we've got this huge crisis coming and they're talking about how much do we got to raise taxes or how much do we got to cut benefits? Guess what? You're going to be working into your 80s. Pedro Radio News Hour. Halftime on a Tuesday. Come back if you can take it. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Mrs. Schlafly is a constitutional attorney, pro-family leader, and author of 25 books, including the best-selling A Choice, Not an Echo. And now, here's Mrs. Schlafly. It's becoming more clear than ever before that the United States needs a president who will be tough on the issue of immigration. It's always American citizens who pay the price when the administration does not take immigration seriously. That was the case for Casey Chadwick. She was stabbed to death in her apartment last year by an illegal Haitian named Jean-Jacques. A report released by the Inspector General showed what led to her tragic death. Immigration and Customs Enforcement should have deported Jacques long before the murder of Chadwick ever occurred. Jacques entered the U.S. illegally in 1992. He served 15 years in prison for attempted murder. He was later jailed for violating his parole. Clearly, Jacques did not belong on American soil. ICE is not the only agency at fault in this failure. The DHS reported 
that ICE tried to deport Jacques three times. Each time, Haiti refused to take back their own citizen. Haiti did not want to deal with their criminals, so they sent the criminals to us. That's why America needs a president who will make immigration a priority issue. The president and his State Department has the ability to threaten sanctions against nations who will not take back their citizens. These threats have been successful in the past. This report from the Inspector General should serve as a warning on America's most pressing campaign issue. Immigration is an issue of public safety. Trump is the only presidential candidate who understands the immigration issue and how to solve it. He has the boldness and willpower to make countries take back their criminals. That's the kind of boldness and willpower we need in the Oval Office to handle immigration policy. You know the issues in the 2016 presidential election campaign, illegal immigration, terrorism, globalism, a strong military, religious freedom, and who will be appointed to the Supreme Court. But you're only hearing spin and sound bites from the national media. Want a better understanding of what's at stake? Go to eagleforum.org for a complete collection of commentaries that makes the issues crystal clear. That's eagleforum.org. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. You know, I guess here's what it's come down to. If you've had the guts, if you've had the gumption to ever try to be an entrepreneur in the United States, and you failed, which most people, by the way, if you've ever done it, you usually fail the the first time in a business because you don't know what the heck you're doing, right? You know, especially when you're starting something, you look at uh, these attacks that they've had on Donald Trump because he's had how many failed businesses? And, And you think about, isn't this what is wrong? with America, right? You think about, hey, you know what? You actually tried to employ people. You actually tried to do something good, and it didn't work out. So therefore, ergo, you're obviously incompetent. Instead of, right, shouldn't we be encouraging people? But this is how risky it is. This is how hard it really is. I mean, think about it. A guy like Donald Trump, he doesn't bat a thousand. You know, and and they talk about how great, how much they fixed everything. Let me give you a little reality. If I haven't given you enough already. So, Eric bought the, the suite that our office is located in. And when this... And I remember the whole thing, you know, it was Eric and I and the landlord where we were out and carefree. The place was empty. And it was 05, you know, the end of 05, and things had already gotten bad here. They just didn't tell you about it. 
And all of these people were leaving. Businesses were disappearing. In other words, small business owners were failing. And the landlord had a great idea. Hey, I'll just charge the guys that are left a whole lot more to make up for the ones that, that uh, went under. So Eric was had enough, and we, he said, we're going to buy a new place, and I'm going to buy it. I'm going to be my own landlord. I'm tired of these guys. Right? He's going to be part of the prospering economy, and, and, he, and he bought the place we're in now. It was $425,000, and that's what the suite cost. And by the way, there's 28 of these suites in this little office complex. And each, each there's four buildings, and there's seven suites in each building. And all of them, none of them were rentals. You had to buy them. Well, we moved in, and we found out that there was only four other people, well, three others besides us, we were one of four that had moved in. Of course, then the crash had happened, and we were here for years. 06, 07, 08, 09. Right? It's still the same four people. We're the only ones here. And then one of the four went under, so there's only three of us left. And then they, they I don't know what happened, but they finally said, the heck with it, and let's rent them out. And so now when you come to our office, You'll see there's lots of cars. It's hard to park. And, but they're, they're just rentals. And a couple of years ago, I, I, I bought Eric out. I bought the business side of, of Patriot. We've been working now, and Homer will tell you, for months to buy the the building from Eric. Now I'm going to complete it all and buy the building from him. And I'm getting a an SBA loan, right? A small business loan to buy this building. And we've added on to the building. You know, with the, it came with a small amount of office space. Eric added on to the office space. We built a little mezzanine in the back did some other stuff. You know what the appraisal came in at? So here it is. We've recovered from the great crash, and everything's hunky-dory, but they can't figure out why things aren't right, and they all the property values are back. Do you know that it appraised for $75,000 less than 10 years, almost a little more than 10 years ago? A nice recovery. Right, and this is re- what's really real, you know. And they can take the data and they can do all they want and lie and cheat and steal. And you know what? Nobody's calling them out because they have the control. How about today? New home sales came out today. The number was so good that even the idiot box stock guys couldn't believe it. In other words, the Census Bureau, who does this number, and it's always been, just FYI, it's notoriously 
woefully inaccurate. But for the month of July, everybody's saying, you know, sales are slowing down, and existing home sales are really slowing down, but this was new homes. The, they, they, they came out with data that said, hey, in the Northeast, new home sales were up 40%. Now, by the way, the Northeast, the second worst, you know, they have the Northeast, the Midwest, the West, and the South. That's how they break up the region. The Northeast and the Midwest, they're nothing. They never do anything, right? They're pretty stagnant. But yet somehow they produced this up 14%. They had the South up some number that said new home sales, essentially what they tried to say today, were up 40% year over year, which is pretty much impossible. And even the people on the on the TV had to admit that that's impossible. This is the best we can do? Why would we accept such horribly inaccurate information? There's no reason to do it. Unless you want to hide something. And then you, you, you think about Hillary Clinton. You think about these emails, and it's amazing how all of a sudden, oh, hey, we found 15,000 more. 15,000? I don't even know if I've sent 15,000 emails in my entire lifetime. And they just stumbled upon another 15,000? I mean, how many emails are we talking about here? Total of 45,000 now. What else is missing? Right. Obviously, it almost looks like, did you use any other email but that personal one? I don't know. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. wonder why your 401k, your IRA, never does as good as the market. Everyone wonders. Right? How does that happen? My 401 it didn't go up 25% last year, yet you still got charged the fees. Like I said, because we're, we're all realizing it wasn't ever meant for us. Well, let me, let me uh, run something by you. You were talking about uh, Social Security earlier today, and let's be honest. If you're planning to retire in the near future... You're kind of royally up a creek. The Fed has eliminated interest income through zero interest rate. The days of getting 5% interest on your hard-earned savings is a dead-end stream. Artificially inflated stocks are at an all-time high, by the way, of this insane interest rate policy. And right, stocks, and it's insane. And if you're uh, older, you shouldn't even be in the stock market. Right, and here's the And with stocks at these elevated levels, you know, it's hard to imagine much more than 2 to 3% returns over the next decade. Well, here's an interesting thing. Social Security, come on. With funding gaps right now estimated at $13.4 trillion, like it or not, your Social Security benefits will be cut big time, and you'll be working well into your 80s. You or have no both. idea what's coming. They don't. No doubt you're getting squeezed on all sides. And that this is just the tip of the iceberg. The other punch that's coming to the gut, and I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but this retirement crisis that we're going into is about to get a whole lot worse. The government has plenty of nasty secrets that the, it owes so much money to its retirees right now. Did you know, you know, the credit agency Moody's recently reported federal, state, and local governments are $7 trillion short 
in pension that's payments pen- funded. That's pension. just pension. That's 40% of the entire U.S. gross <laughs> national product. Uh-oh. Don't and, worry. It'll be fine. Miraculously, it's going to be fine. Don't do anything to protect yourself. It'll be great. Moody's also found that a private multi-employer pension plan, that private multi-employer pension plan. These are your, your big stock companies, these publicly traded companies that, that have these, uh, you know, these pension plans for their own workers, the few that are left. Underfunded by $337 billion, and the situation isn't top. going to improve. It it's just not going to improve. And whether whoever you put in leadership, I'll just tell you, it doesn't matter. They can't fix it. it and and, and, and what's, what's just even more nuts is people are asking for this. Well, you know what? This is the funny thing. They are, and they're begging for it because they don't know what else to do. Keep the status quo. They they, they want more and more They because they, they believe that that it's not true, right? They don't want to know, understand how bad this is and how did it get this way, and it's simple because really the, the – the, what do they, they say? The, the money changers, okay? They're the ones that have done it. And they've, they've waved their little wand and said, don't worry, everything's going to be fine. And, and I'm sitting here and I'm telling you, just, just, use your, just use your common sense for two seconds. Well, and, and think about what they've really done. The Federal Reserve's got a balance sheet of $4.5 trillion. Matter of fact, Janet Yellen, they just let, let a little memo. Hey, by the way, the next crisis, yeah, we're going to need another $4 trillion on top of that and this and that interest rates and other banks. Now uh, uh, Ireland's banks are now starting to charge for deposit. I'm telling you, it's just—it's all happening. And with the way the retirement system works right now, did you know we have three workers, three people working for each retiree that's out there? Well, within, and, 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 and I think that number is actually about two points. Well, and what they're saying, seven, but we're approaching two. Yeah, we're approaching Real two quick. for each. Really quick. More retired dependent with fewer supporting workers means slower economic growth and higher debt obligation. They're going to keep printing money. It's so simple. right? Even a logical person knows. Wait a minute. You're going to take taxes from two people to support a retired person? How much tax are you really going to take? And then when you think about it, all of a sudden, hey, the 6.4% or 6.2% that they're taking now isn't nearly enough. Right now, all of a sudden, what, what do they got to do, double it? Triple it? I mean, really, when you think about it, you know, in your, you know that, doesn't, that math doesn't add up. Well, I'll tell you, one of the things that you could do is go to some corporation's office, slip and fall, sue them, there you go, you have retirement. Okay, because I'm here to I'm tell disabled. you. Listen, I, we got 11 million people disabled already. Okay? Well, I'm just A saying, lot of people are doing that. I'm telling you, it's happening. It's called fraud. It's called, and, and it's happening. That's another fleece of America. But what you really, so what do you do? What do you do? And, and the advice I'm giving everybody, and I have, do what the elite guys are doing. Because they already know. And like I said, every time I think I catch up to them, I, I realize how far behind we really are. Lord Rothschild. You know, the Rothschild family, one of the the families of 
the creature from Jekyll Island that formed this Federal Reserve banking system. The chair of the over $3 billion Rothschild Investment Trust has revealed, while he has significantly reduced his exposures to stocks, he has responded to the prevailing economic uncertainty, and there's no uncertainty. I want you all to know that. There's no economic uncertainty. Okay? That's just a funny word that they like to use to let you think that, hey, we're trying to fix it. There's no uncertainty. They already know. What did they use it? What did he respond with? By buying gold. In his latest update to shareholders, he commented that recent months have seen, and I quote, central bankers continuing what is surely the greatest experiment in monetary policy in the history of the world. I'll tell you what else he said, and I'm, I'm also going to tell you what he meant by that. Pedro Radio News Hour final segment coming up. Final segment on a Tuesday. Not a big move day anywhere. The Dow's up twenty, gold's up a dollar, uh, silver's up five cents, thirteen thirty nine, eighteen dollars ninety one cents on the silver side of things. Lord Rothschild, in a letter to his shareholders, talking about the unintended consequence of these very low interest rates, the uncharted waters, impossible to predict. 30% of global government debt and negative yields combined with quantitative easing on a massive scale. At least in stock market terms, the policy has been somewhat successful. While volatility remains low, nearly all classes of investment have been artificially boosted by this rising money tide, yet growth remains anemic. With weak demand and deflation in many parts of the developed world, the geopolitical geopolitical situation deteriorated. The UK has left the EU. The U.S. presidential election in November is going to be unusually fraught with the situation in China remaining opaque. The slowing, the slowdown of economic growth is surely going to lead to problems there as well. Conflict in the Middle East continues unlikely to be resolved. We've already felt the consequences of this in France, Germany, and the United States and terrorist attacks. This is Lord Rothschild in a letter. Of course, you got to be one of the elite to get a letter from him. In these times, preservation of capital in real terms continues to be as important as an objective as any in the management of your company's assets. And he said they're reducing, essentially what he said, we're reducing exposure in stocks, we're reducing exposure in currencies, we're reducing exposure in, in bonds, we're increasing exposure in gold. And that's where we come in. Listen, they already know. 
right? The whole goal is to pretend like they don't know, right, and pretend that they're here to help when actuality is they're just perpetuating it all. Today, Yesterday we ran a, just a great special on $10 libs, and then today I don't have nearly as many, but I have 50 $10 Indians. 740 bucks, same price as a $10 lift from yesterday at 800-951-0592. And from what I'm told, they are awesome looking. This is the female Lady Liberty with the Indian headdress on the, 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 uh, the feathers on the Lady Liberty. Just a, just a gorgeous gorgeous coin uh this is the female version you know the indians uh they have the males and the females uh this is the the female lady liberty uh ten dollar gold piece uh all of them in the uh early 1900s all the way to the 1920s at 740 800 951 Everyone take care and have the great rest of your Tuesday.